This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. Oh, si, senor! You know what it is? It's a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today on a Monday, brand new week, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Nadia, man. Nadia the Tiger, man. Think about it. COVID-19. Watching TV. Tiger King. China. Now a tiger has it. Do the math, man. So, yeah, I heard, uh, so are you talking about the tiger at the zoo in New York that's got yeah, the, the corona? Yeah, Nadia's a uh, tiger at the Bronx Zoo has tested positive for COVID-19. Huh. And so uh, what are they thinking about that? A couple so, other tigers and three lions also have the dry cough, and they're thinking they got it. Uh, I they don't get know. It, did they get it from people? or? Uh, yeah, they think they probably got it from an asymptomatic zookeeper. Oh, see, did it go to one of those drive-through testing places? How did <laughs> it did? It stuck its giant furry head out the window and said, "I think I got it." And then it drove dro- drug Joe Tiger around the pen by his leg, um, <laughs> while nobody helped him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't either. This is good footage. Uh, um, so, like, uh, you know, there's so much conflicting information you can really get worn out trying to follow the news because authoritative sources that'll have completely contradictory stuff it's been ongoing for weeks now but i saw a, a thing uh, last week i went down a twitter rabbit hole about some people who were worried about giving it to their dogs and then there was a response look idiots you're you can't give c- the covid19 to your dog and then linking to various you can't transfer it to your dog sites right then i hear this story about the tiger getting it from a zookeeper, maybe. And so where does that leave us with the whole dog thing? Well, it's extremely rare for diseases to leap from species sure. to species. Thank sure. God. Otherwise, I might have, you know, distemper or fleas. Right. Uh, but, yeah, the fact that it came from a bat, then humankind is battling it and we're dying in droves. And now now lot, t- tigers and lions have it because that makes you wonder, well, what about dogs and, and house cats? Well, I mean, well right. Yikes. Yeah. And, um and then obviously that's its whole unique problem in that if pets have it, uh, what do you quarantine them or do you put them down or do you test them all or, or what do you do? Yeah, we're not here to stoke anybody's fears and no. I haven't heard anything about, you know, house pets can get the thing, but what about our, the, uh, the tiger thing? Hmm. We've got a, um, a gecko, a gecko named Gecky. Can the gecko get right. it? I don't know. But if I'm some sort of meth-crazed, mostly toothless Oklahoman tiger enthusiast, I'm a little concerned with this news. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. What's your favorite story from the weekend? What's your, what's your, well, how about this? What's your current mood about everything? The, uh, the pandemic and the economy. I guess the me whole per- story. Yeah, you personally. Me personally? Yeah. Oh, After we gosh. Can, since it's a constantly evolving story, where are you today at this well, point? Well, uh, again, I'm not into fear stoking or anything like that, but I am Mr. Confront it, deal with it, be rational. That's just how I try to live my life. And I am intentionally not thinking about the economic aspects of this. Mm. I just I can't go there, partly because we have friends sending us doomsday scenarios yeah. via our texts and emails. Oh, yeah, there's some um, there's some damn scary stuff out there on the economy in the Wall Street Journal today, for instance. But. 
in terms of the actual uh, pathogen, I'm I'm feeling like we're we're moving into into the uh, the delightful summer of this thing where things get better. Um, but I'm I'm really concerned about the economy. But yeah, we'll I'd say. Um, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be a uh, terrible week. You know, the attorney general said yesterday, or not the attorney general, but the surgeon general said yesterday that this is going to be the one of the worst weeks in everybody's lives, which is a heck yeah. of a thing from the government to say. Yeah, I'm not sure that was helpful. We'll play you the quote. Seemed a little, uh, I don't know, a little dramatic to me. Yeah, well, I think they're trying to get people to stay inside. Uh, yeah. And um, nationwide. Yeah, but it's going to be one of the saddest weeks of my life. I don't know. <laughs> Good morning. I don't know. I've had some sad weeks. I'm probably going to have some more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he whole... doesn't know me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, well, it, it, it's it so depends on your situation. Like, I, I feel like if I had a slightly different family dynamic, it wouldn't be that bad, really. Um, and I've got uh, I was talking to a friend of mine over the weekend. He's got four kids, um, a, a couple at the, the, the latter years of high school that are about to go off to college and one that was in college that is now home. And he said and he, he you could tell he felt guilty about this, but he said, my, if all four of my kids are home for the first time in forever, it, it'll probably never happen again because I got two more going off to college this year. I mean, it'll happen like one day at a time here and there. He said, we're playing card games every night and pick up basketball games, and it's just awesome. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I believe it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's no reason to feel guilty if your particular situation is. And the crowd that doesn't have kid responsibilities and everything like that, it might be. I don't know. I don't know how important it is for you to go out to eat with your friends, but. You know, staying in in the house and FaceTiming and uh, and watching Netflix is not, you know, it's not exactly Pearl Harbor. No, no, indeed. And so that's why I thought that was kind of a jivey statement. If you lose somebody, indeed, it is the roughest week you've ever had. But again, maybe this is even getting a little worn out. But in the typical year when we lose 45,000 to the flu, I don't consider that the saddest, you know, six months of my life. Right. You don't even pay attention to it. I, I, you know, he's is the uh, Surgeon General a um, does he date uh, fellas? What, is that what, is, what is that about? Well, Why did you well, ask that? Well, no, what I kind just, of a question is that? It, I was going to call him something, a bit of a something, but then I thought, no, if I just this, have no idea where this is going. Is he a gay fella? Well, I, why are you asking this question? Well, because I was going to call him something, but it sounds like gay bashing if he is. All right. Uh, Sean, say this will be the worst week of our lives. Uh, this will be the worst week of our lives. Sean, you're being a bit of a drama queen. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't want to, you know, because I, I don't bash anybody. I'm a lover. Okay. Not a basher. Mm. So, I, I, well, the messaging was a little iffy, but let's not get hung up on it. Yeah, we'll get caught up what, with, with COVID-y tigers running around. Yeah, we'll get caught up on all this stuff uh, on the way. Let's introduce everybody in the squad to, uh, to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing great. It was my mom's birthday, and she's heavy into gardening, and so I went to a nursery. Believe it or not, nurseries are open right now. I, yeah, I, that's an essential business for some reason. I have no idea why, but anyway, it was great. Uh, so I went out, and I picked her up the purple rose bush that she wanted but unfortunately i got caught in like the worst downpour i've ever gotten caught oh, in yeah, yeah. and it was so bad other employees were out there and um as soon as it, it you know the rain poured down they said you're on your own and i had somebody that was helping me and they said you know good luck to you and they all ran inside and so it was just i was out there and the, it was getting the water was getting deeper and deeper because the drains were clogged and so i'm out there all by myself in this nursery looking for this particular rose bush 
found it, you know, so I was a good son, but I was drenched. So apparently you are not heeding the government's warnings that this is not the week to go to the grocery store or the pharmacy. You're buying rose bushes in the public surrounded by sick people. There, I was the only one there. Yeah, you stay in that room over there. There is a positive Sean whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, started a new show, the, the, the newest season of Ozark. Uh, dropped at some point last week, but I was still catching up on on your various Tiger Kings and your zero zero mm-hmm. zeros and other shows that I uh, that are occupying my time. But I started this one probably got three episodes in, and uh, yeah, it's it's such a it's such a unique show. Uh, the tempo and the pace that they they set early in each season, and then somehow just are able to maintain it throughout the the remainder of it is is something that I still marvel at. And uh, and yeah, but that's a fun one, but. I I too am uh, am gonna have to break from the government's recommendation of don't go to the grocery store this week. I was planning on doing it today because two weeks ago when I bulk bought for a couple weeks, well the, the supplies are running out, right. so I gotta I, I either gotta do it now or in a week, and it's probably gonna be worse in a week from now. So I gotta I gotta try to sprint in, find a mask, and uh, and get what I need today. Yeah, I had been going to the grocery store as I've talked about on the air. This that that I feel like is the most dangerous thing I've been doing the last several weeks. It's when I'm around the most people standing the closest to them, touching the most stuff, and uh, I'm going to try to stay away for the next couple of weeks, as is being recommended. Sean, um, I'm loving the Ozark. I'm absolutely loving it, but the one thing that show has is simmering marital discord oh, at yeah. all times. And, oh, yeah, you say. You're not in one. It's a, yeah. oh, the gangsters whacking each other and the rest of running casinos in the Ozarks. Ah, that doesn't have anything to do with me, but just the bitter, sarcastic, cold from, marital discord. From what I've read about uh, the way this is affecting marriages, everybody being stuck in the house, I'm not sure that's what a lot of people want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's just like us, honey. Isn't that funny the way they are hey, always... Hey, they're on their last nerve, too. Yeah. <laughs> and they blow up about things that aren't really what they're mad about. What a great they're display not of communicating passive either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh. that's something. I'll be darned. Um, I'm By the check- way, guys, I was wearing a mask and driving slowly, so I was being careful. There and you, and you had chains on your tires, I assume. You always and he's do buying emergency. rose bushes for his mother, for go. God's sake. How are you criticizing that? I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It's Monday, April 6th, the year 2020. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, here we go now. A brand new week. Let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. The next two weeks are extraordinarily important, and that's why I think you've heard from Dr. Fauci, from myself, from the president and the vice president, that this is the moment to do everything that you can on the presidential guidelines. This is the moment to not be going to the grocery store, not going to the pharmacy, but doing everything you can to keep your family and your friends safe. And that means everybody doing the six feet distancing, washing your hands. I get why they're going with that, but the confusing part to, to me on that is every area of the country is in such a different spot on the curve. You read my mind. That's and, absolutely and true. And I'm just not, I don't, I just, I just doesn't, I don't get it. Well, and that's going to be one of the themes of the show today, whether you're talking about need for nurses or uh, ventilators or or these guidelines are thrown out. It is vastly different, vastly different in New York City than it is in, you know, in Iowa, as it is in, in Idaho, even in California, which was one of the big and earlier states. Everybody's been locked down for so long. The curve is actually looking pretty good in California. So, not to mention the constitutional issues, this whole question yeah. of one size fits all that some people are pushing so hard for. 
Come on now. Yeah, because different different states are going to let up at different times, I assume. Anyway, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding. We uh, are beginning our Ben Franklin Freedom oh, Loving Quote of the Day series. Fantastic. Uh, put on your ben. put on your reading glasses, fire up your Frank Franklin stove, send a letter, and get ready for that one. We got lots of news on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So our goal is to catch you up on news from the weekend that maybe you didn't hear if you're, uh, you know, if you're busy or ignoring it or whatever. That's our job. And a little entertainment, huh? (laughs) Yes, please. Well, I was just bouncing around the radio dial and it was either all uh, gloomy. Coronavirus! Or... uh, (laughs) Cardi B. There's some new Cardi B from the weekend that's pretty entertaining. Oh, good. Everything was either gloomy or, you know, back to the old partisan thing, which I just am not interested in yelling about right now. Um, so that's that's your only choices out there. So we'll try to offer something different, I guess. It's the great equalizer. There you go, my dog. Oh, boy. And, and have you guys gotten me the queen yet? Well, I didn't hear the queen. I saw she spoke oh. for the first time to her to her subjects. I watched it twice. Really? I kept this stiff upper lip and carried on. Yes, Together indeed. we are tackling this disease. Coronavirus! That's right. The two of them, the Queen and Cardi B, teaming up for a message to humanity. Mailbag. That's fantastic. Freedom-loving quote of the day from none other than Benjamin Franklin. 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 Without freedom of thought, there can be no such thing as wisdom, and no such thing as public liberty without freedom of speech. Huh. Now, whenever you delve into Ben Franklin quotes, you realize that, you know, he has a lot of freedom-loving quotes of the day, but he also has just reams of self-help quotes every day. And uh, as a feisty fellow, I, I love this one. Whatever has begun in anger ends in shame. Ah, boy, that's a good Oof. one. That is Oof. a good one. Speaking of, you know, marital tension and other sorts of tension. That is a good one. I know. It hit me like a punch thrown by somebody who began in anger and ended in shame. 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 That's right. There's Ben Franklin's wife there, Mrs. Franklin. Uh, greetings, gentlemen, and Sean. Oh, see, that's, that's totally <laughs> unnecessary. What? That's hey. Just, yeah, exactly. This is uh, CJ, who uh, hails from the Sacramento, California area, has a number of thoughts, including this one. Not sure how the roads and freeways are in your neck of the woods, but my observations of the greater Sacramento area is it's a virtual Indy 500 out there. (laughs) Combining a scared and frantic populace with fewer cars on the road is a recipe for disaster. I've seen all manner he describes of uh, of, of ill-advised driving. People, just calm down. Everybody's so tense right now. Then he signs off KTTDTIS, keep trying to drive trains into ships. That was an unfortunate <laughs> incident in, uh, what was that, Los Angeles? Uh, yeah. Long Beach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand uh, the calm down thing, uh, but the, uh, you know, on, on behalf of the people that are not calm, it's the worst health and economic crisis ever, other than that. I mean, it's not like in it's our nothing. Lives, it's not yeah. like it's nothing. Right, right. 
But that's no reason to drive like a lunatic. It's not like it's a story about killer bees or clowns or something. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. You know what? Gosh dang it. We have so much great email. I'd like to get to it. But I I wonder, is there some way to compare the coverage and discussion of the killer clowns at the edge of the woods and the coronavirus? I mean, it's difficult to compare clowns to oranges, as it were. But... um, I would I would wager, sir, the amount of coverage and the tone is extremely similar. I got you n- could almost substitute the word killer clown for coronavirus, and the story would be uh, the same. I got nearly as many emails from the school on both subjects, which is pretty oh hilarious when you think about it. God, it's 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 hilarious, or it makes you want to just. I don't know. Stick your head under the pillow I should, and stay I should, in bed. I should dig up one of those old emails from the uh, school my kid goes to, and then just like blank out killer clowns, and then let you guess: was this one about the coronavirus or the clowns? God, that's because <laughs> I don't think you could tell. <laughs> yeah, you know. Listen, we're out of uh, out of time, but I want to get at some point to Ryan's emails, where he his email rather, where he points out that everybody in his neck of the woods is being really nice to each other cool. right now. That's all. Awesome. Seems to be a new community spirit. So glad to hear that. And Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is going to be the hardest and the saddest week of most Americans' lives, quite frankly. This is going to be our Pearl Harbor moment, our 9-11 moment, only it's not going to be localized. It's going to be happening all over the country. I can't believe the Surgeon General told America this is going to be the saddest week of our lives. I just find that extraordinary. Well, that makes him the world's greatest psychic, for one thing. It overlooks a hell of a lot of things, loss of a spouse, a child, a a lot of heavy, heavy stuff that people have dealt with. So that's that ridiculous thing to say. I, I get what he was trying to say, and I'm I'm not in the business of pouncing on gaffes and and, and acting all self righteous. But like, dude, come on now. That was <laughs> his, a little much. That, I saw his interview though. That was his lead statement. He came out, you know, loaded to say this is going to be the saddest week of everyone's life. Which uh, which is just well, again, it's an extraordinary thing to say in any yeah. circumstances. Yeah, his um, point was what to get to get us all off the streets. I guess I think so. Is that the kind of the medical mindset of, you know, if a pregnant woman has a sip of wine, it's probably not th- going to yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. can't tell people that right. it's okay to have a sip of wine, so we have to say no drinking. I think that's it. I think maybe that's it. <clears throat> I don't know. So from uh, the weekend, because you, I don't know if you're keeping track over the weekend, but from the last time we hit with you, hit you with these numbers on Friday morning. There was a 61% increase in the number of deaths from this thing at 9,600 as of late last night. That was a pretty big jump over the weekend. Uh, you know, we're still in the ramping up period, and everybody recognizes that, I think. <clears throat> what are you going to do? As a nation, we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it would be really, really helpful if we could get some sort of chart. And, of course, uh, you know, I'm sorry, a quick aside gets down to the whole, you know, insufficient testing, so stats are highly suspect. But I would love to see the nation divided into 5 to 15 uh, zones and and a little chart. This one's ramping up by 70%. This one's actually flat. This one's down by 44%. Sure, because Governor Cuomo said he thinks New York is past the peak and on the downside, which they very well may be. 
where uh, most other places in the country are not. So why lump them all together, as you were pointing out? Right, right. Of course, the cable yeah. channels will go crazy when we hit 10,000. Oh, yeah, because it's around. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. You know, we were working to get some Chris Wallace tape from uh, Fox News Sunday in which he uh, is babbling to the Surgeon General about how we clearly need a national lockdown and why hasn't that been issued. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I have in my greasy mitts a couple of different emails from people in different parts of the country. One saying, look, not only do we not have a nurse shortage, it's on the West Coast, but we got nurses being sent home in droves because there's nothing for them to do. Meanwhile, you got de Blasio, the gigantic communist mayor of New York City, saying we need to have a national conscription of medical professionals. They will essentially be militarized and, and forced to go where they're ordered to go as a national response. It's like, all right, come on now, folks. I like when you call him gigantic. Oh, he's enormous. Yeah, I realize that. He's one of the larger communists on Earth. (laughs) As you've said before, he might be the biggest communist in the world. I consider that a victory. So the idea of a national... He's not the most communist. He's just the largest person who is a physically yes right right although he's pretty communist too in terms of i don't know you know the size of his communist uh but so uh, people are are trying to do for some reason we need a one size fits all and and you have everybody from chris wallace to all sorts of commentators demanding one and number one, it's not necessary. It probably wouldn't be helpful. And number two, it's not friggin' constitutional. Everybody hammering on Trump to have a national lockdown. He can't. So it's a it's a bad idea on a couple of different levels. Well, he got. You know, I don't even want to get into this. But when Trump talked about opening the country back up, he got hammered on the hate, the Trump hating channels with he doesn't even have the power to do that. And now they're hammering him to call for a national. So I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Um, do the, more, do more, unless he does more. Then it's do less, do less. Ramen sales on Walmart's website rose 578% in the last month. That is amazing. Ramen and booze, dude. It's like I'm back in college. I've never had ramen noodles. What? What? A, what? Wait a minute. I have not. You've never had peeps and you've never had ramen. I never you even call yourself an American. I'd never even heard of them until I was long out of college. So for whatever reason, it wasn't a thing where I lived. Did you ever have cup of soup? And I Lipton's was poor. Cup of soup. I hate soup. Soup makes me angry, as you know. Oh, that's right. Yes. Well, mm. uh, if I'm so. drinking soup, somebody else might, and they will be slurping, and I just can't handle that. Uh, alcohol sales up uh, almost sixty percent nationwide. Wine sales up sixty six percent. Beer forty two percent. There you go. Uh, let's see. Online booze sales up two hundred forty three percent. Um. Oh my God! Did I eat too much over the weekend? <laughs> Kept the drinking under control, honestly. Um, but uh, it's just so tempting to eat all the time. Mm. I had a pretty <sighs> good. I had a pretty good weekend going. Then my wife made a couple of loaves of banana bread and uh, fresh warm banana bread. And then I was just kinda... and we're through here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hand me the butter? I'm going to need that entire tub. Oh! That entire tub of butter. I hope we have more because I'm going to use all this butter. Warm banana bread with butter. Yeah, pretty good. Um, So the Washington Post say at least 15,000 stores, including uh, some well-known brands, are likely to close permanently because of this. 15,000 stores. Yikes. They expect to close permanently out of this situation. More than 60,000 stores have closed in just the last couple of weeks. So a lot of them will reopen, but a lot of them will never open again. 
And I know of a couple of them. Well, and the beauty of the free market system is that those people, that money, the the desire for those products will find its way into other places and, and products and the rest of it. But the question is, will that take... Well, it'll take uh, you know a couple of days in some cases, but it might take five, ten years in others. So, yeah. Brr. Well, if you can survive, we've never it, dealt with this. If you can survive it, it can be pretty good for you. I remember during the Great Recession, which was nothing compared to this. It's going to turn out, but um, I remember one business that we we dealt with. Uh, a lot of their competitors fell by the wayside, and because they were the strongest, you know, things got better for them. Uh, they got all those competitors, customers, as the customer, as the competitors couldn't hang on. So that'll happen in some sectors. Uh-huh. But man, oh man, oh man, that's brutal. That is really brutal. I was talking to a buddy of mine who's a small business owner. He he runs a shop, but he's been doing it for, geez, I don't know, 30 years, something like that. Um, uh, Downtown in an expensive little town. And he said, I haven't made a dollar in a month. And I applied for... uh. Every bit of stuff that's, you know, is available to me. I haven't heard a word from anybody about whether they got my paperwork or when I'm going to get my money, but, uh, I applied right away. I haven't made a dollar. Obviously, the landlord wants rent. My suppliers want their money. Some of the suppliers have gone out of business. So when I do open back up, I don't know where I'm going to get my supplies, um, et cetera, et cetera. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, boy. Well, and a lot of these well-meaning government programs, uh, and and they are well-meaning, and I think some of them are probably necessary. The one thing that's becoming obvious is it takes a while to get your check, to get your money. That segment on 60 Minutes last night, I don't know if you saw yep. it. Yeah, oh, it my God. These people calling uh, unemployment 50 times a day. This was New York City, granted, but 50 times a day for weeks could never get through. And you have to do your written application, then the final straw, the final, uh, you know, box to check is you have to have this phone conversation and nobody can get the people on the phone for weeks at a time so yeah yeah i would say if you're looking to any sort of government program to help you out just be aware it could take a hell of a long time before you get what's coming to you on the big government front which that is a uh, part of uh trump announced over the weekend that anybody who goes into the hospital uh that doesn't have insurance uh, the, 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 with this disease, it'll be taken care of. Um, okay, by by the tax for free for free, yeah. including uh, they they asked, does that include illegals? And he said, we're looking into that. So, uh, it well, it's got to because I know what he's doing. It's, it's oh, of course it will include illegals, but just in general, that's a pretty big leap toward what Bernie wanted for 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 medicine. That I you know, okay, so why if I get COVID, is the taxpayer picking this up? but not if I have something else. What's exactly the theory on that, if I'm going into the hospital? That'll be the argument in the whole um, you know, tradition of these things expanding. Right. Well, you know, the answer is this is a national emergency. We're trying to slow the spread. But once things are done in an emergency capacity, they get a lot more acceptable just to do uh, sure. you know, during regular times. Yeah, and he tossed that off pretty, uh, pretty glibly. Yeah. Yeah, the thing about cataclysms is they are really inconvenient. <laughs> I've noticed that, that and they really that, they really cause the, the unpleasant things. That might, that might be the quote that comes out of this whole mess. The thing about cataclysms is they're really inconvenient. <laughs> oh boy! And my final yeah. note before uh, before we end this segment and move on is I found that uh, my wife and I found that episode four of Tiger King took all the fun out of it for us. Or was it five? Episode five. 
Uh, we haven't seen six, which I guess is the last episode. Is that right? No, there's seven, and I believe they're doing Net- another episode. Yeah, Netflix ep- announced today that yeah. they're going to put together another episode, which has got to be slipshod and 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 practically worthless. But they've uh, they've seen there's a desire for it. Well, I will tell you this: I'd hate to be accused of spoiling anything, but they don't get more cheery as you go. It was, you know, I don't know if it was the cheery part, but just becoming a taking advantage of of people who have had sucky lives um it wasn't fun to joke about anymore <laughs> i mean it's just not fun to dress up for him as for for halloween and stuff like that just anymore the various characters well that's just a because you have really, a living soul bunch of really despicable people preying on the weak and damaged for their own sexual or financial pleasure and right it's a pretty pretty depraved like that, uh, the headline from the review I read you, why are people enjoying this? It's appalling. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it gets more appalling. Wow. It's, well, then I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get my wife to even watch it all then. Well, I mean, it's not like it's, it's horrific. It's not like, you know, you're watching, well, that's unnecessarily serious, Joe. Don't say that. Um, it remains interesting, but it's absolutely a study of the damaged, uh, the stupid, the drug addicted, right. and the hopeless. God dang it. And tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Which now can get coronavirus, as we've That's all right. learned. So. Yeah. The New York tiger, tiger at the Bronx Zoo, got the corona. Unbelievable. Several lions, too, they suspect. How come the tigers get tests and nobody else can get tests? Uh, that's a good point. So if you're an NBA player or a giant feline, you can get a test. That's pretty much the only way it can work. Oh, that get the, I need to talk about this some point in depth. So uh, various countries trying to figure out how do you open back up again? Because nobody's really done that except for like China, maybe, and nobody knows what's going on there. Um, Italy trying to open back up. Are they, they're thinking they're going to test people. And if you've had it and you got the antibody, then you can go back to work. That might be the opening salvo for opening the economy back up. And maybe we do that in the United States. You test yeah. people, and if you've had it, you can go back to work. If it's still lingering out there all summer long. I don't know. Yeah. Gosh, so many unknowns. Oh, it's, hell yeah. It's it's an algebra equation with all X's, Y's, and Z's. Yeah. It's all variable. Initial reports out of, I forget where, but someplace it got warm, that this is not going to get killed off by the heat the way the flu does. They don't think it's as susceptible to the heat. Yeah. Dang it. And so the idea that spring and summer will uh, put it at bay may not be true. Plus, fascist police in New Jersey shutting down Pink Floyd cover bands. Stay oh. with us for live team coverage. Awesome. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Americans are drinking more alcohol and doing more drugs than usual during the quarantine. I didn't read a study. This is based on nothing. It's just obviously happening. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, uh, I don't do either, so we're not doing either. I'm, I'm eating more Chips Ahoy cookies than I've eaten in quite a while. So, Oh, my gosh. That's my drug, Chips Ahoy cookies. My son had never had a Chips Ahoy cookie. 
Uh, I hope he reacted to it with revulsion. It's disgusting. No, no human should eat that. They're awesome. Well, as we mentioned to oh. them, <laughs> food should not come from factories. As we mentioned to him, it doesn't taste anything like a chocolate chip cookie. If we blindfolded <laughs> you, you would not guess. Oh, it's a chocolate chip cookie. You just wouldn't. It's, it's the McDonald's equivalent of a chocolate chip cookie. But man, that with the milk. Those are so good. There's something about the Dow chemical uh, taste of the the chips with milk. It's just delicious. <sighs> Coming up it's, at ver- various... It's, 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 no, no, no. Food is grown. It's made, Jack. It's not In cranked a factory out factory belching out smoke. Um... <laughs> Uh, among things coming up throughout the program at various times, self-isolation hacks from offshore shore sailors. <laughs> People who've done this for a living and say, oh, it's easy to uh, be completely on your own. This is what you do. Plus the latest in New Jersey-based Pink Floyd cover band news. Uh-oh. So stay with us for that. Uh, right now, uh, Bill Gates, who has been on the pandemic thing for many, many years, after more or less checking out of the day-to-day operations in Microsoft, that's become his deal. He gave up the uh, Zoom and got into pandemics? Yeah, exactly. He moved on to the Ebola, among other things. But he's been a, uh, a wise and knowing presence talking about the coronavirus as well. Let's hear clip number two. You know, we've had to use quarantine, which is a, you know old uh, thing back from the, the days of the plague, as our primary tool. Uh, fortunately, if we use that well enough, we should, uh, towards the end of this month, start to see those numbers level off. And then if we continue countrywide uh, and we're testing the right people to understand what's going on, which uh, is not the case yet, those numbers will start to go down. And then we can look at some degree of opening back up. He uh, went on to predict fewer deaths than a lot of the models are suggesting uh, are going to happen just because we're doing a really good job of the social distancing and the rest of it. Well, I hope he's right, obviously. Um, yeah. Uh, but again, my, my only gripe is that he talks about, uh, you know, by the end of the month or whatever, we'll... Um, oh, we have more of Bill Gates? Um, um a national stat does me no good. I am not going to get the coronavirus from a dude in Rhode Island. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, you know, it's much more useful to me to know what's happening in my little sector of the country. Uh, go ahead and can we play the next Bill Gates clip? It is fair to say things won't go back to truly normal until we have a vaccine that we've gotten out to basically the entire world. Like China, there'll be a partial opening up uh, which some jobs will resume, school will resume, but we'll have to be very, very careful not to have the rebound uh, until the vaccine comes. Yeah, it's a message uh, that a, a number of people had over the weekend, including Dr. Fauci, that this is going to be seasonal. This is going to come back uh, regularly. And um, until there's a vaccine or something, it's just it's going to continue to come back. And, you know, we got to avoid having to do this all over again a year from now or six months from now. Right. Oh, man. Can you imagine that? No, I can't. I mean, a modern human beings, 21st century, we're, we're sending satellites to beyond the edge of the solar system. And, and we've got to hunker down for three months every year because of a microbe. Oh, my God. <clears throat> well, they're going to come up with some sort of either, um, 
uh, a vaccine you take so you don't get it, or some medicine that really, really lessens the effects when you do get it. One of the or things. everybody will have gotten it and have immunity at that point, and then you just pray it doesn't mutate into some horrendous new form. But you know, it's still a, it's still a mystery why it it kills some healthy people and not others. It's still a mystery why it seems to get way more men than women. That's not normal with any sort of virus. Well, it's sexism, for one. <laughs> um, um, and they believe, and obviously the virus believes there are two genders. It would seem, seem that the, the, the virus has not gone the, gotten the memo. <laughs> that the whole two-gender thing is uh, over. No, no, there are not 57 as far as the virus is concerned. An impromptu Pink Floyd cover band concert held Saturday night on a front lawn of a Rumson, New Jersey home. I know Rumson, New Jersey. Attended by about 30 middle-aged adults was busted by police who warned the public about hosting that sort of get-together amidst the coronavirus pandemic. Officers were called. They found two guitarists equipped with microphones and amplifiers doing Pink Floyd cover songs. Responding officers were met with shouts like, F the police and welcome to Nazi Germany from the crowd when they attempted to make the crowd disperse from the front lawn New Jersey Pink Floyd show. It sounds like it's more about the crowd than the the, the fact that it's Pink Floyd. I've gone from, ah, leave people alone to people probably shouldn't do that to what the hell is wrong with you getting together in a crowd? Uh, that's been my change over the last week. I think welcome to Nazi Germany might be a bit much. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.